The art of writing literature review. What do we know and what do we need to know? An article by Justin Paul and Alex Criado from University of Puerto Rico, San Juan, USA and Norwegian University of Science and Technology, Norway. International Business Review, 2020. Abstract. A literature review article provides a comprehensive overview of literature related to a theme, theory, method, and synthesizes prior studies to strengthen the foundation of knowledge. In this growing international business IBA research field, systematic literature reviews have great value, yet there are not many reviews published describing how researchers can design and develop classic review articles. In explaining the purpose, methodology and structure of a systematic review, we provide guidelines for developing most insightful and useful review articles. By outlining steps and thumbs rules to keep in mind, we present an overview of different types of review articles and explain how future researchers could potentially find them useful. In addition, we introduced nine articles finally selected for the special issue of Systematic Literature Review, looking back to look forward to international business research in the days to come. Introduction A subject advances when prior studies are synthesized logically based on the findings of prior studies. Literature reviews as a research methodology contribute significantly for conceptual, methodological and thematic development of different domains. Review papers are critical evaluations of prior studies that have already been published. They include, among others, systematic reviews and meta-analytical reviews exploring quantitative effects. Review articles carefully identify and synthesize relevant literature to compare and contrast the findings of prior studies in a domain. Thus, review articles provide readers with a state-of-the-art understanding of the research topic, help identify research gaps and signals future research avenues. In other words, systematic reviews in particular provide a number of critical discussions on a specific research theme by integrating extent literature, synthesizing prior studies, identifying knowledge gaps and developing new theoretical frameworks. Systematic reviews in particular have become an explicitly recognized form of review-based research in many different disciplines. Many journals, such as Journal of Management, Journal of International Business Studies, Journal of Organizational Behavior, Journal of Academy of Marketing Science, International Journal of Consumer Studies, etc., have launched annual spatial issues for review articles in recent years. In addition, there are exclusive journals publishing review articles, such as International Journal of Management Reviews, Journal of Economic Literature, and the Academy of management review. It is worth noting that hundreds of research papers have been published using the same old theories, measures and methods. One of the important goals of a review article is to identify key research gaps based on what constructs, theories and methods are widely applied in different settings and in what contexts. Studies have been carried out 
Accordingly, authors of a classic review article provide directions for future research with reference to new and novel ideas, theories, measures, methods and novel research questions. Thus, a review article can serve as a platform for future research. They set the goal to discourage researchers from using the same old theories and methods in a recycled and repeated way. In a very well-crafted literature review article has the potential to serve as base platform lens springboard for future research because such an article explicitly synthesizes current knowledge, identifies research gaps and suggests exciting new directions for future research in a given field of research with reference to methodology, construct variables, theory, and context. Similarly, theoretical models developed as part of literature review studies can be used by both researchers and practitioners as topologies, base, lens, in their research studies using quantitative or qualitative methods and or practice. Therefore, once published, they would usually become a very welcome and great addition to the literature. Methodology and Structure Review Articles Systematic literature review articles can be broadly classified as the main-based, theory-based and method-based. In addition to these categories of systematic literature reviews, meta-analytical reviews are also increasingly popular in many different subject areas. The large number of domain-based reviews available in almost all subject areas, both business-related and non-business-related. However, there are not many well-crafted theory-based and method-based reviews published in well-recognized journals. Domain-based review Domain-based review articles can be classified into different categories, namely structured review focusing on widely used methods, theories and constructs, framework-based, bibliometric reviews, hybrid narrative with a framework for setting future research agenda, and review aiming for model framework development. These classifications can be elaborated as follow. Structure review. When a domain-based review article is structured scientifically and specifically based on widely used methods, theories, constructs, in the form of tables and figures, readers get insightful information from the data reported and content. Such information is normally presented in well-designed tables in classic structured review articles. This helps especially junior researchers to understand what kinds of methods have been applied, used, and what theories and constructs have already been applied. Researchers can identify research gaps with reference to methods, theories, and constructs based on the complete information. Some of the classic review articles found in the extant literature force in this category. These type of domain review articles usually have between 5 to 10 useful tables in structured format. Framework-based review A domain-based review article can be called as framework-based review if the authors develop it using a framework such as ADO, Antecedent Decisions and Outcome as seen, for instance, in Paul and Benito's review article or the 6W framework developed by Callahan. The 6W framework is comprised of who, when, where, 
how, what, and why. Demonstrated how to use the 6W framework in a literature review article on cross-board acquisitions. Another useful framework is Theory, Construct, Characteristics, and Methodology, TCCM, developed and applied by Paul and Rosaldo Serrano, or the 7P framework. Thematic reviews with a framework have proven to be more acceptable as they are likely to show a more robust structure. Therefore, authors of framework-based reviews have to either develop their own framework and use it for constructing the review or adopt an already existing framework like ADO, duly acknowledging whom they are, borrowing it from if developed by others. Bibliometric review Bibliometric reviews analyze an extensive amount of published research by using statistical tools, thus to figure out trends in citations and or core citations of a particular theme by year, country, author, journal, method, theory and research problem. A graphical bibliometric review can be developed using viewer software programs currently available such as VOS, Visualization of Similarities which is widely used to carry out such a type of bibliometric review in diverse subjects area, including international business. As issue inherent in many bibliometric analyses is that out of a given pool of articles, a relatively small number of articles represent a major part of the total citations in the analysis. Some researchers, however, remain somewhat skeptical regarding the overall impact of bibliometric analysis compared to other types of reviews. In our view, bibliometric reviews do not deal with theories, methods and constructs as much as they usually do with authors, affiliations, countries, citations and co-citations, etc. Hybrid review Hybrid reviews can be developed in at least two different ways. 1. Where researchers integrate a framework to provide directions for future research in a more narrative-oriented type of literature review. It can be called as a hybrid type review. For example, Paul Parfasarati and Gupta use theory, context and methods, TCM framework and their narrative type research on exporting challenges for small firms to provide directions for research. A second way of a rather hybrid form of review may be developed by integrating the tenets of both bibliometric and structured reviews. Further in this special issue, Bahu Alun and Paltrinieri, for instance, have followed a similar approach in the review focused on corruption in international business. They integrated the tenets of bibliometric review with that of a structured review. Review aiming for theory development A very significant number of review articles published in highly exclusive business journals such as Academy of Management Review or Academy of Marketing Science Review fall in this category. In the case, authors typically develop theoretical models and or testable hypotheses or propositions in such theory-building review articles. However, they do not necessarily proceed to test those models and all theoretical propositions in the same article. Paul M.S. article on toured AP7 framework for international marketing 
is a clear example for this type of work. Very recently, Post, Sarala, Cattrell and Prescott provide a great contribution with plenty of indications and guidelines about how to advance theory by means of review articles. Theory-based review Systematic reviews focused analysis the role of a specific theory in a subject area field are very useful for both senior and junior researchers. Such a review article can be labeled as theory-based review. This type of review article synthesizes and helps advancing a body of literature that uses and or empirically applies a given underlying theory. For example, Rindfleisch and Heights classic review titled Transaction Course Analysis in Marketing, Past, Present and Future Applications, has been cited more than 2,600 times. Other examples of theory-based reviews in the marketing field are resource-based theory in marketing, in the Journal of Academy of Marketing Science, or the one titled Role of Self-Determination Theory in Marketing Science. Also, a very recent review on studies employing gradual internalization versus born global models falls in the category in the area of international business marketing. Similar reviews can be developed exploring the role and application of a given core theory or even different theories in a given field, sometimes with a special emphasis on theoretical contributions and or empirical developments in specific sets of scientific journals. Future developments of this nature can also imply, for instance, systematically reviewing agency theory in franchising or the theory of planned behavior in international business, marketing or entrepreneurship, etc. Method-based review Method-based review articles synthesize and extend a body of literature that uses an underlying methodology. For example, the paper titled Event Study Methodology in the Marketing Literature and Overview. Similarly, the article Discriminant Validity Testing in Marketing and Analysis Causes for Concern and Proposed Remedies by Voorhees Brady Calantone and Ramirez systematically reviews exciting approaches for assessing discriminant validity in marketing contexts, applying Monte Carlo simulation to determine which tests are more effective. However, the number of method-based reviews available in different subject areas of business administration or international business entrepreneurship, or more recently, J. Plakoyanaki, Dimitratos and Chen. Therefore, there are still great opportunities for developing such method-based review articles. For example, review articles focusing on smart PLS applications in global strategy research or structural equation modeling SEM in a specialized area of international business marketing empirical literature can be developed and published. Mates Analytical Review while both focusing mainly on examining quantity or volume of previous research, systematic review and meta-analysis actually differ. The former seeks to synthesize many previous findings, while the latter makes a deeper statistical assessment of available data and findings from many previous quantitative studies. 
A meta-analysis is a form of increasingly popular quantitative technique that is being widely recognized and is perhaps one of the best statistical assessments of prior empirical research on a specific research topic. Meta-analysis help researchers to identify directions and effect sizes based on prior studies with the help of weighted average techniques and contextualize the relationships by considering moderator variables. We could also refer here to the classic meta-analysis review developed with a proper methodology and structure by Knoll and Mates, published in the Journal of Academy of Marketing Science. Similarly, Rauch, Wicklund, Lumping and Fries focused on the classic relationship between entrepreneurial orientation and business performance published in Entrepreneurship Theory and Practice. Also two articles in this special issue volume are Metanetical Reviews by Tang and Buckley and by Schmidt and Morshat. They developed meta-analysis reviews on hardcore topics in the field of international business. Thumbs rules and suggestions for developing an impactful review article. Based on our own knowledge and experience as editors, guest editors and authors of several review articles and partly complementing on similar efforts, we succinctly provide some potentially useful tips and suggestions for developing more insightful impactful review articles in future research. Topic selection. Not surprisingly, well-crafted review articles tend to be generally impactful. However, authors should not select a very current topic for review when there are already other excellent reviews on the same topic, published in highly reputed journals. Editors and reviewers may not be keen to consider very traditional thematic reviews when there are several comprehensive ones already available elsewhere related to a given theme topic unless authors demonstrating a very novel reviewing contribution by providing a complementary new set of research agenda. It is important then to check this thematic novelty on key bibliometric databases such as Google Scholar, Web of Science or Scopus before deciding to choose a more generic versus specific topic for review. Journal Selection Criteria Identification of streams and period coverage. Normally, many researchers and academics tend to select perhaps the most well-known bibliographic database, Web of Science, Social Science Citation Index, Journal Citation Report, which lists academic journals with an impact factor for identifying potential sources for reviewing. When there are several hundreds of papers on a highly popular topic already published to be potentially reviewed, one can rely upon GCR index journals with an impact factor above a given threshold. Also many authors have published review articles using studies from the index journals found in Scopus, which list a greater number of journals than Web of Science. Therefore relying mainly on Scopus to conduct a systematic review may yield a very long list of references which may even exceed the word limits set by many journals. On the other hand, we have came across some published reviews articles of a relatively small size samples of articles in a specific field 
justifying their selection on five to ten journals with a minimal rank of three star and above in the journal quality list JQL of the Association of Business Schools ABS or journals with an A or A star rank in the Australian Business Dean's Council list. At the same time, it is important to keep in mind that journals might not be extremely interested in your review if it does not cover all articles from your target journal. Therefore, it is advisable to include articles from at least 10 to 20 significant journals in a review paper to minimize the risk of not publishing your work due to biased journal selection criteria. Most of the review articles in this special issue cover articles retrieved from well-established bibliographic databases such as Web of Science and Oscorpus. Nonetheless, it was surprising to note that some of the mainly rejected submissions for this special issue did not have clear journal selection criteria and most of them included references from not fully reliable academic sources. Article Search and inclusion criteria using keywords. A systematic review article can be developed using 40 to 50 or 500 or more relevant papers. Sourcing relevant articles can be, however, a challenge. Authors will have to use their knowledge, judgments, and experience many times for deciding upon clear selection criteria of articles in their sample. There are two popular methods for determining, among others, highly convenient inclusion criteria. First, keywords decided by the authors of a potential article to be selected for being reviewed are generally found directly in the title, abstract or list of keywords. Second, keywords can be also found in the full text of the article, part from its title or abstract. Therefore, the sample size of a review article will tend to be relatively small if only the first criteria is strictly used. However, authors should be aware that they might get hundreds of papers to be potentially included in their sample if they use second criteria including also keywords in the full text. In that case, wide reading of content, discussion, deliberation and consensus among the authors of a review paper is needed many times in order to decide the most appropriate final sample. Identification of streams and time period of the review. Several review articles focus on identifying the main substreams of research conducted in the past on a wider topic or even an entire discipline like, for instance, strategic management. Jones, Coviello and Tag proceeded this way in their assessment of the international entrepreneurship field published in the Journal of Business Venturing. More recently, Dabich and others identified different streams of past research on immigrant entrepreneurship. Another review on social entrepreneurship published in the Journal of Business Research and Review of Culture and International Business by Srivastava Singh and Deir included in this special issue of International Business Review also identify and provide a clear overview of substreams of research in this specific field. As regards the time coverage of a review paper, it can be found that some reviews cover just or less than 10 years, while there are other reviews covering up to 50 years or more of prior research in the field. 
Review articles covering 20, 25 or 30 years of research are also relatively common. In our opinion, it is important to cover at least a bare minimum of a 10-year period for a systematic literature review. Appropriate title Writing an integrative literature review actually implies using past and present research to explore the future. Therefore, it is paramount to mention that beyond covering past and current research lines, the main goal of an outstanding review article is also to provide detailed and specific directions for future research. Therefore, ideally, this objective should be quite explicit and or included in the paper title. For example, some of the most review articles or the guest editors of the special issue are titled as follows. Mass stage marketing a review, synthesis and research agenda, international franchising, a review and future research agenda, marketing in the emerging countries, a review, theoretical synthesis and extension. A relative short title highlighting both and through review effort and developing a future research agenda is more attractive if the researcher is aimed at focusing not only on reviewing prior research in the field but also on providing meaningful directions for future research with reference to theory, methods and constructs. Research gaps and importance of directions for future research. Authors are required to identify key research gaps in a good review article based upon a thorough coverage of prior research. Therefore, at least 20-25% of the review paper should be dedicated to develop a comprehensive future research agenda with reference to theory, methodology, constructs and all contexts. Authors need to list out and anticipate the underexplored theories, key constructs and potential novel methods that can be used in future research in particular by high relevant section of a review article. Significantly, all the review studies finally selected for inclusion and publication in this special issue of International Business Review carefully included a dedicated section on directions for future research. Tables, figures. Authors need to understand well how tables and figures tend to be crafted, designed and or structures in classic most downloaded review articles. They should think twice whether the such tables, charts or figures to be potentially inserted in a review article are indeed useful for others or not, essentially by thinking carefully about how many are needed to use and how to better design them. It is very recommended to look carefully at the graphical resources as included in other outstanding review articles in the field and decide if you want to add, delete some tables or figures to help the reader to better interpret them. For example, three particular recent reviews offer several well-structured tables with useful data and synthesizing content for readers and other researchers. And above all, rigor and relevance. Review manuscripts are supposed to thoroughly synthesize a significant and important research area. Many times authors have good and relevant topics. However, they fail to demonstrate well what general or more specific theories, constructs and methods are widely used and most researched. 
Unfortunately, many authors do not take enough efforts to pull the findings of prior studies in the best possible way. Ideally, pulled findings of prior studies need to be also reported in all table chart format, categorizing similar or contradictory findings. Also, authors of research papers have to rigorously complement text and tables regarding the most widely used methods, theories, variables, and extensively studied industry contexts, countries, etc. Undoubtedly, reviews structured both scientifically and logically, and especially showing very useful outcomes for readers, are likely to be more rigorous, relevant, and impactful. Looking back to look forward, generalizations in international business research. In this section, we introduced the nine papers selected for this special review issue based on comprehensive review process out of 76 submissions received in response to a special issue call for papers. Due to the bulk of submissions to be managed, the two guest editors assumed approximately half of their submissions each one and took full responsibility for their management throughout the review process separately, with the final editorial coordination and joint agreement regarding those finally selected for the special review issue of International Business Review. All papers were reviewed by three of four reviewers. First, Cognitive Foundations of Firm Internationalization a systematic review and agenda for future research. Nietzsche and Pajunin address the fundamental role of managerial cognition in the internationalization of firms. However, according to these authors, there exists no coherent understanding of how prior research has examined and captured the cognitive foundations of internationalization. Nietzsche and Pajunin review identifies three main streams of research that overall consist of nine more specific research areas. They also show that especially the areas addressing managerial learning characteristics of upper echelons, intra-organizational perceptions and external actors' perceptions provide opportunities for further advancement of internationalization literature. For harnessing these opportunities, those authors believe that the micro-foundational approach could support the empirical examination of the cognitive foundations and would notably contribute to the Uppsala model-based theorization of the firm internationalization process. Piecing together a puzzle, a reviewing research agenda on internationalization and the promise of acceptation. Alton and review illustrates the commonalities between research agendas and the internationalization process and provide a starting point for subsequent theory developments utilizing acceptation in predicting internationalization. Thus, her review contributes to the field of international business by offering a conceptual framework to combine internationalization theories by including nonlinear, discontinuous and novel events more tightly to the existing foundations of internationalization. This is a framework-based review using TCCM protocol developed by Paul and Rosado Serrano 
according to Altonen, acceptation and adaptive behavior, both Darwinian concepts used in organizational behavior theories. Organizational behaviors also forms the basis for several internationalization theories, and acceptation is suggested to provide a theoretical tool for understanding disruptive development in internationalization. Together with adaptation, a concept illustrates a joint framework for understanding both disruptive and non-disruptive development in internationalization. Third, corruption in international business, a review and research agenda. In their hybrid type review, combine the elements of bibliometric and structured review, Bahu and others systematically review the literature on the topic of corruption in international business for the last 17 years between 1992 and 2019. Additionally, they identify seven research streams in this growing literature stream. 1. The legislation against corruption. 2. The determinants of corruption. 3. Combating corruption. 4. The effect of corruption on firms. 5. The political environment on corruption. 6. Corruption as a challenge to existing theories of management. And 7. The effect of corruption on foreign direct investment and trade. Based on their systematic review, these authors recommend that strong international laws are needed to minimize the negative impact of corruption on international business. Firms must also consider corruption when formulating strategies to increase operational efficiency and performance. Finally, corruption challenges some key assumptions of existing theories and management. They have developed several research questions for future research in the area of international business. Fourth, export, market orientation, and integrative review and directions for future research. A firm's export market orientation has long been the interest of several scholars and has received theoretical empirical research attention in the international business literature. In this context, APEC and Bishakshuglu Peinirchi contribution critically investigates and synthesizes the empirical body of research on the export market orientation phenomenon in relation to theoretical issues, context, conceptual approaches, and interrelationships among the constructs of interest and methodology. Within the scope of this systematic review, 80 studies on export market orientation published between 1998 and 2018 are subjected to a contact analysis. The findings delineate that despite the significant progress achieved in the knowledge of export market orientation, particular concerns should be still addressed to make the export market orientation literature move toward maturity. Fifth, decades of research on foreign subsidiary investment. What do we really know about its antecedents? Research on the antecedents of foreign subsidiary investment has grown the last several decades. However, the findings are ambiguous. Schmidt and Morchette try to clarify this situation by providing for 18 antecedent candidates derived from 45 articles, a descriptive picture of previous studies, theoretical arguments for the expected direction of effect, and quantitative synthesis of the effects by means of meta-analysis. According to this meta-analytic contribution, 10 viable significantly affect 
the likelihood of foreign investment, while the effects of aid antecedents are inconclusive. Overall, subsidiary-level antecedents have strong effects on the de-investment likelihood, the parent firm or host country characteristics. According to Schmidt and Morset's findings, the resource-based view and the transaction cost approach appear to provide better explanations for foreign investment than organizational learning theory or institutional theory. For the future research agenda, the authors propose investigating strategic motivations, taking a portfolio perspective testing full conceptual models, considering multi-level data structures and using button-wide reversed electric paradigm as the theoretical framework. Sixth, host country risk and foreign ownership strategy meta-analysis. Empirical evidence for the relationship between the host country risk and a firm's ownership level and its foreign entry strategy is, according to Tang and Buckley, inconclusive. These authors revisit this relationship by integrating the internationalization logic with an institution-based view to examine the moderating effects of normal and informal institutions in the home country. By meta-analyzing 64 empirical studies involving 52,229 ownership decisions on foreign market entry, the study gives support to theoretical arguments that the focal relationship is positively moderated by institutional constraints on policymakers and risk-taking tendencies in the home country, but is negatively moderated by the joint effect of these two institutional effectors. Tank and Buckley meta-analytic findings shed new light on the literature of host country risk and foreign ownership strategy. Besides describing the implications of the findings for theory and practice, they also discussed the agenda for future theory development in the international business field. Foreign location decisions through an institutional lens, a systematic review and future research agenda. In their article, Donnelly and Monolova address one of the most relevant strategic decisions in international business, selection of choice of foreign location. While there is a general agreement that institutions influence location decisions, less is known according to them about the specific levels and mechanisms of institutional influence. To address these gaps, these authors systematically review and synthesize 106 articles published in 19 general management and international business journals from 1998 to 2019. They examine institutions at different levels, the characteristics and experiences of multinational cooperation are deeply examined, as well as the industry conditions that determine the boundaries of institutional influence. Key findings from Donnelly and Monolova's descriptive and thematic analysis reveal both theoretical tensions and empirical gaps. Using an organizing framework, they outline four main research avenues are also identified. Eighth, the determinants and performance of early internationalizing firms, a literature review and research agenda. As scholars have examined the antecedents, process and performance of early internationalizing firms in the past three decades, 
the domain has become a full-fledged research field. However, extant reviews have not yet provided a comprehensive picture of the determinants of early internationalizing firm and their performance, although it is a relevant topic in the literature. In response, Young and others' article seeks to systematically review and synthesize extant research on the determinants and performance of early internationalizing firm. The authors critically assess and examine 167 articles that have appeared in 28 academic journals over the last three decades. This study contributes to the extent literature by highlighting the determinants of early internationalizing firm and their performance with a focus on entrepreneur, firm and environment factors. Furthermore, an integrative framework is developed to account for the relationships among determinants, early internationalization and outcomes. Finally, the authors reveal some significant gaps to advance an important research agenda for future research. Ninth, Culture and International Business Research, a Review and Research Agenda. Srivastava Singh and here explores the role of culture and international business in internationalization outcomes through a systematic review and analysis of articles published between 2009 and 2019. By mapping the current research domain, the review reflects the avenues for future research in theory development, context, characteristics and methodology. They have identified eight research clusters as follow. 1. National culture. 2. External uncertainty avoidance. 3. Knowledge transfer and collaboration. 4. HRM and management practices. 5. International Diversification Research 6. Entrepreneurial Mindset 7. Interaction and 8. Firm Performance The clusters were grouped into independent factors and internationalization outcome factors. Besides, the framework may provide deep insights into the theoretical implications which will lead to further advancement in these research areas. Conclusion The main purpose of a review article is to critically analyze the extent literature in a given research area, theme or discipline, identifying relevant theories, key constructs, empirical methods, contexts and remaining research gaps in order to set a future research gender based on those gaps. We have provided experience-based information in the form of insights and guidelines on how to develop scientifically acceptable and truly impactful literature review articles. It is important to consider these suggestions, at least partly to avoid rejection on these type of research articles in outstanding business-related journals. These insights are based on our experience as editors of review articles as well as based on the ideas and comments given by a very exclusive group of anonymous reviewers. In our opinion, it is indeed an art to develop a classic systematic review or a meta-analytical contribution. Although a single author of a highly original contribution has been also included in the special review issue, ideally it seems 
that a team of two or three scholars are usually required to develop such impactful review articles so that they can exchange ideas and use the exposure and experience of those who have track records and more accumulated knowledge. We hope readers really enjoy the outcome of our work at least as much as we have enjoyed its development process as guest co-editors. Thank you for listening to this pub reading article. Please do follow me on all platforms to stay in touch so you can listen to the next article. And if you have your own article in mind you would like to listen to, please drop me the DOI on Twitter. Thank you.